This Faith and Finance podcast is underwritten in part by Christian Community Credit Union. Why join CCCU? One, they're not afraid to say they're Christian, not just in their name, but in the way they do business and treat their members. Two, they focus on people over profit, God-honoring service over meeting sales goals. Three, they share their kingdom values and understand ministry. Lastly, they're serious about helping you thrive financially. Join CCCU and open your account today. Go to joinchristiancommunity.com. That's joinchristiancommunity.com. Membership eligibility required. Each account is privately insured up to $250,000. By member's choice, this institution is not federally insured. The late Colin Powell once said, there are no secrets to success. It's the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. Hi, I'm Rob West. There are also no secrets to successful investing. In the long run, several key factors will determine your results. Mark Biller lays out those for us today, and then it's on to your calls at 800-525-7000. That's 800-525-7000. This is Faith and Finance biblical wisdom for your financial decisions. Well, it's always a pleasure when Mark Biller stops by to give us his insights on successful investing. Mark's the executive editor at Sound Mind Investing, where they're always focused on positive results. Mark, welcome back to the program and Happy New Year. Thanks, Rob. Happy New Year to you. Well, Mark, today we want to look at an article you have up at soundmindinvesting.org titled Eight Key Factors That Determine Your Long-Term Investing Results. Uh, we'll get into those specifics in a moment. But first, what's the big picture message you want listeners to hear today? Yeah, well, in a nutshell, Rob, it's to focus on what you can control rather than worry about what you can't. Now, that's good advice for most aspects of life, but also includes our money management. For investors, it's a timely reminder as well, given the obvious uncertainty about the stock market's future direction. Now, some of the big investment banks have been forecasting double-digit returns in 2023. We've got a different view. We've been pointing to an impending recession, which would likely extend and deepen last year's bear market. But as we're going to talk about over the next few minutes... Regardless of which way the market moves this year, there's still several factors that you have direct control over. So those are the things that we want to focus our attention on. Yeah, this is going to be really helpful today just based on the questions and the comments I get from so many of our listeners as they think about what they experienced last year and really uh, consider their approach to their investing for this year as well. Uh, Mark, I know there's eight of these ideas that you're going to share with us today, and so let's dive right in. What's first on the list? Yeah, well, the first one is the elephant in the room. That's the rate of return that you earn on your investments. And this is what investors focus most of their attention on, which causes them to spend their time trying to pick the winning stocks, the best mutual funds, or the most astute market guru to follow. And it's not that your rate of return doesn't matter. I mean, it obviously does. It's just that, unfortunately, this is the one factor that we're going to discuss today that's largely out of your control, unless, of course, you're willing to settle for guaranteed CD-like returns. 
Sure. You know, no matter how hard you study or how much you know, you don't get to predetermine exactly what your rate of return is going to be. So instead, it makes sense to turn your attention to the factors where you do have a lot of control. Well, and that's quite liberating, actually. We don't worry about the thing that most investors worry about most. Uh, So then where do we have more control with our investments? Yeah, well, the first factor that you do control is whether you're building on a strong foundation. You know, you don't have as much to fear from economic storms and bear markets if you're debt-free, you have an emergency reserve, and you're using a cash flow plan that produces a monthly surplus. Now, your ability to put a foundation like that in place is greatly affected by things like how big a house you buy, how new a car you drive, how responsibly you handle credit, and a host of other decisions, most of which are under your direct control. Yeah. Well, and we have a number of biblical financial principles at work here, avoiding debt, spending less than you earn, and saving for the future. Proverbs twenty-one twenty. you know it well. Precious treasure and oil are in a wise man's dwelling, but a foolish man devours it. Yeah, right. And that's actually our next factor for successful investing, how much you save. Mm. You know, if you invest $200 a month for 20 years at 10%, it'll grow to about $150,000. Now, you could improve that to around 200000 by either increasing your annual rate of return from 10% to 12% or by increasing your deposit by $60 a month. Now, a lot of investors are going to try to move heaven and earth to boost that return, but really boosting that monthly deposit is much more certain and under their direct control. Interesting. Well, much more to come with Mark Biller today. We'll talk about taxes, time horizon, and even your emotions. We're talking today about a new article they put out, eight key factors that determine your long-term investing results at soundmindinvesting.org. Stay with us. If you enjoy this radio program, you're going to love all of the many different resources waiting for you at faithfi.com. You'll find more powerful wisdom, podcasts, articles, videos, and more from partners like the National Christian Foundation, Sound Mind Investing, and Christian Healthcare Ministries. Connect with the community of thousands of Christians striving to be good and faithful stewards and check out all of the free biblical financial advice at faithfi.com. How should we as Christians think about investing? What if we could invest our money in a way that aligns with what we believe? At Eventide, we believe it is possible to love God and love our neighbor in the very practice of investing. We design investments for performance and a better world so you can invest for the future with a sense of wholeness and purpose. We call this investing that makes the world rejoice. More information is available at investeventide.com. Thanks for joining us on Faith and Finance. 
Are you wondering about your investments in a new year? How should you be thinking about your investment strategy? What did you learn last year? And are there some key factors that will determine your long-term investing results? Well, we're talking today with our good friend, Mark Biller, executive editor at Sound Mind Investing. And he's sharing with us uh, some insights from a new article at soundmindinvesting.org titled, Eight Key Factors That Determine Your Long-Term Investing Results. And Mark, we talked about the importance of your strong foundation. We talked about saving and being diligent in that. But let's continue to move through these eight factors, Mark. So what is the next factor? Yeah, it's how much you lose to taxes. So the example we just talked about before the break assumed that you're investing in a tax-deferred retirement account. Now, if instead you were making your $200 monthly investments into a regular taxable account, you'd need to earn about 12.5% per year rather than the 10% we talked about just to reach that that first $150,000 target. So the point here, Rob, a lot of numbers there, I know, but the point is you want to make full use of tax-advantaged accounts like IRAs, 401ks, and other workplace retirement plans. Yeah, that's really helpful. Now, one question often comes up when we talk about tax-advantaged accounts, Mark, and that is related to IRAs and now even 401ks. Uh, They struggle with deciding between a conventional or traditional IRA and a Roth. Uh, How might you advise them there? Yeah, well, first of all, if you get an employer match through your workplace plan, contribute there first. That's going to provide you with some free money. But as you said, even there sometimes now you have to decide between the Roth and traditional. Um, so what what I would say as a general rule of thumb is that Roth IRAs, Roth 401ks are great for younger employees and those that are currently paying tax at relatively low rates. Now, the distinction comes in more for older employees who are often paying high tax rates today, they sometimes have more to gain potentially by using a traditional IRA and getting the immediate tax deduction. Now, admittedly, Rob, you know this, this can get kind of dicey trying to figure it out on a person-by-person basis. We've got some articles about this and about that distinction in the IRA section of our Sound Mind Investing website for anyone who wants to delve into those details. But those are some general helpful rules of thumb. Okay, yeah, that was helpful. All right, let's dive back into these factors. What's the next factor that determines successful investing? Yeah, that would be how long you save. So these examples of compound interest and investment growth show us that amazing things do happen when you leave money invested for long periods of time. So that means we need to start contributing to these investment accounts as early as possible and then plan to leave the money working tax deferred for as long as possible. Yeah, that reminds me of the quote from Albert Einstein where he called compound interest the eighth wonder of the world. It certainly uh, is powerful when it's Mm -hmm. uh, working for us over a long time frame. All right, what's next on the list? Well, this one's especially important in times like we're experiencing right now in the stock market, and that's whether you let your emotions get the best of you. 
Yeah, unfortunately, fear and greed tend to drive a lot of investor behavior. So we see that in the way investors always get too conservative after big bear markets and too aggressive after long bull markets. Now, the trick is recognizing these tendencies because it's really hard to know when to play it safe and when to take your foot off the brakes. Now, that's the type of thing that we try to help our members with at SoundMind Investing. But as an individual investor, making subjective, emotional trading decisions may just be the biggest risk to a person's long-term success. Much, much better to follow an objective, time-tested, rules-based strategy. And choosing to use a process-driven approach to investing is not only going to help you get better long-term results, it's also going to help you sleep better at night. That's really helpful. Mark, what about someone like we hear from so many listeners who has realized as a result of what happened last year, they were too aggressive. There was more volatility than they expected. They want to make a change. If they have at least a 10-year time horizon still before they need the money, would you say that they should let things stay where they are until the market fully recovers and then make the change? Or should they go ahead and do something about it now? Yeah, I'm going to give a little nuance to that, Rob. I think that if, like, say somebody wanted to work with our SoundMind investing strategies, we're positioned pretty conservatively, and the regular guidance that we would be able to provide, I would say, yeah, go ahead and follow our moves, which would mean getting a little more conservative now. For somebody trying to do this on their own, say they're just managing their own 401k, I would caution them about making a really conservative pivot here today because we're already down, you know, a decent amount from where we were a year ago. So, you know, maybe a, a slight adjustment to get more conservative. But like you said, with a 10 year time horizon, you know, it could be by the end of this year that we're back on the upswing and you certainly don't want to fall into the trap of going real conservative and then getting stuck there. And I will tell you from doing this for many, many years, after every bear market, we hear people who get stuck in that trap yeah. and stay in cash way too long and miss the rebound. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. All right, let's jump back into our factors. We were talking about emotions, and this next factor could make you especially vulnerable to emotion, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. And that's, you know, whether you're playing the short term trading game versus the long term investing game. So in the investing game, you win by plotting your strategy really carefully at the outset. And then you just let that strategy play out over time. You know, for those folks, for long term investors, they really don't have to pay much attention to the short term news, the current market fads and and the guru opinions that are always floating around. Yeah, really helpful. And then the final factor, Mark? Yeah, it's whose advice you listen to. You know, is your strategy in sync with biblically-based financial principles, or is it really more reflective of the conventional thinking offered by the secular investing world? And that one is clearly your choice. 
No doubt, and I can recommend uh, some options there. You can, of course, visit with our friends at SoundMind Investing. You'll learn more at soundmindinvesting.org, or you can connect with a local certified kingdom advisor, and you can do that at our brand-new website, faithfi.com. That's faithfi.com. Just click Find a CKA. I've got about 20 seconds. Mark, any last words? Yeah, just remember the main point today is that the last seven of these factors are all under your direct control. So focus your energies there and not on the hit and miss efforts to try to boost your raw returns. I love it, Mark. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Rob. That's Mark Biller, executive editor at Sound Mind Investing. You can read this article, Eight Key Factors That Determine Your Long-Term Investing Results at soundmindinvesting.org. That's soundmindinvesting.org. Your calls are next, 800-525-7000. That's 800-525-7000. This is Faith and Finance, biblical wisdom for your financial decisions. I'm Rob West, and we'll be right back. Stick around. We are grateful for support from LightPoint Portfolios, which seeks out family and faith-friendly investments for 401k and 403b plans, integrating faith values and fiduciary duty. LightPoint Portfolios offers retirement plans for a variety of organizations such as businesses, nonprofits, and churches. And we're grateful for their sponsorship of the MoneyWise program. More information is available at lightpointportfolios.com. I need some advice. Oh, what's up? I'm really struggling with finding ways to cut back. With costs going up, especially in healthcare, what do you guys do? Oh, uh, we use CHM, Christian Healthcare Ministries. It's a health cost sharing ministry that's been sharing members' eligible medical bills for over 40 years. Sure helped us stick to our budget. Hmm. And here's the website chministries.org. chministries.org. Delighted to have you with us today on Faith and Finance. I'm Rob West. That's right, a new year and a new name for the broadcast. The same content, though, and I'm still here each day taking your calls and questions on anything financial. In fact, we've got some lines open now, and we'd love to hear from you. 800-525-7000 is the number to call. Hey, before we head back to the phones, let me mention, as a part of the rebrand of this broadcast, we've also rebranded the ministry to FaithFi. That's right. FaithFi, which is a one word integration of these two words, faith and finance. And you'll find our new website, faithfi.com. That's faithfi.com and the new FaithFi app in your app store. Now, this is a great time to download the FaithFi app. Why is that? Well, here at a new year, it's a great time to reset so many things, including our finances. And as we head into a new year, perhaps this is the year where you need to get on a spending plan. Go ahead and plan out your monthly spending and then track your spending against it using the tried and true envelope system. Well, inside the FaithFi app, there's actually three different approaches to money management. You'll find one that fits your style and temperament, whether it's hands-off or hands-on or more detailed, or perhaps you want to be more directional in nature, whatever it might be, you'll find a solution for you right there in the FaithFi app. So 
Here at the start of the year, I might encourage you to consider getting your budget set up and begin tracking your spending so you can give every dollar a name and make sure you're controlling your money as opposed to it controlling you. To learn more, just go to faithfi.com and click app or head to your app store and download the app today. All right, back to the phones we go with a few lines open, 800-525-7000, Indianapolis. Eric, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hello, Rob. Thanks for taking my call. And yes, sir. I have a question. I'll be, I'm saving to buy a new car, and I'm saving 1700 every month. And my goal is to save until I get the full cost of the car. And the car that I want to get costs at 1000 And then I was just wondering if it, this is a good idea or should I just go and contract I'm dead so I can get a car. I just don't know. I was wondering what is the best option. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate that question. I have a few follow-up questions for you. Uh, you said that you're saving how much per month? 1700 Great. Way to go. And what do you ultimately think you'd like to spend on the car? Have you done some of that research? Uh, when, I, when I've done every research, the car that I want to get costs 1000 Okay, uh, I'm I'm losing you there. How much do you think the car will cost that you'd like to buy? Thirty-one thousand. Oh, thirty thirty-one thousand. Okay, I've got you there. Yes, and how long have you been saving, and how much have you built up already? I've built up five thousand so far. Okay, five thousand so far, and you're putting away another uh, seventeen hundred a month. Uh, so if we want to save 26000 more and you're saving at 1700 a month, that's going to take you about a year and three months. So perhaps next April you'd be ready to buy this car. Um, I might split the difference here, Eric. Um, but before I give you my final answer, let me ask one more follow-up. What are you driving now, and do you have the ability to wait, or are you really in need of a car sooner than, than 15 months? I'm driving an Audi A4 Quattro. It is an old car from 2006, and then the width of that car is somewhere between five to 7,000. Okay. And it's running okay? You're not having to put a lot of money into it to maintain it? I'm spending about $50, $50 every month to maintain it. Okay. So only about $600 a year. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm going to recommend, Eric, that you wait, perhaps not as uh, until the full 15 months is up. You may want to borrow a little bit for it. But if you've got a car that's in good shape, it's obviously a nice automobile, an Audi, uh, it's worth five to 7000 It's older, but you're not having to put a lot of money into it. If you can continue on this track without having to put a lot of money into it, which that could get expensive if you start having problems, just given, you know, that's a, that's a high-end view vehicle and they're not cheap to repair. But if you could continue on this track, the reason I might wait is two things. Number one, you're continuing to save 1700 a month, which is going to allow you to put more down when you're ready to buy it. If you don't buy it for cash, at least you'll have quite a bit more going into it. But number two, um, used cars are expected to fall in price this year by as much as 10 to 20%. Uh, because they've been so elevated given the lack of inventory on the new cars. As that situation resolves itself and the inventories are replenished on the new car lots, we're going to see uh, used car prices begin to fall. 
and you could end up buying that uh, $31,000 automobile uh, for, you know, perhaps 25000 If we see prices fall uh, 20%, if they only fall 10 you might be able to get it for 28000 later in the year. So I might kind of target next fall. Um, and the only thing that would change that is if you started having some major repairs for your Audi that would require you to speed that up. But if not, I think you'll get a better deal later in the year and you'll have more to put down. And then at the end of the day, Eric, if you just decide you don't want to have a loan, well, then just wait it out and uh, and buy it with cash, you know, maybe next spring, a year from April. But um, I don't have any problem with you doing it sooner than that. I would just probably wait until we see uh, some of this contraction that we're expecting with used cars. Does all that make sense? Yes, sir. God bless you, Eric. Thanks for calling today. Uh, to Mississippi, hey, Kathy, thanks for your patience. Go ahead. Two questions. One, I have a $5,000 18-month CD that has come due where I've only earned point. 2% and I need to reinvest it. I have to be no risk because I'm retired. And so I need to know uh, what to invest it in for the highest interest rate short term. And then the second question, I have $11,000 CD coming due in summer and I can invest that for a longer term because I don't need to get to it. And I need to know what no risk a high highest interest rate I can invest it in. Okay. All right. Yeah, so a couple of thoughts. I mean, you can get a uh, you know, one and a half year CD right now at nearly 5% uh for 18 months. So that would give you a pretty good rate of return. The other option is you could look at the I bonds, the inflation bonds. Uh they're paying 6.89% right now through the end of April 2023. It's going to adjust at that point for the next 6 months. But I don't expect it to go a whole lot lower just because inflation is still fairly elevated. That would be you could put in up to 10000 for this year, and you'd have to leave it. You couldn't touch it for 12 months. But after 12 months, you could pull it out. The question is, what's the next six months going to be? We won't know that until uh, until May. But I think it's still going to be a great rate of return. Your other alternative is the CD. And again, the, the website to find the very best CDs for the term you're looking for is bankrate.com. And you'll be able to see all of the banking options that would uh, apply to your situation. Kathy, thanks for your call. We're grateful for you stopping by today to say thank you to my team, Ryan, Tahira, Robert, and Amy. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Faith and Finance is provided by FaithFi and listeners like you. 